to Tree of Life Church. We are honored that you are here. I wonder if we could give all of our guests a great big hand. God bless you and thank you for coming. Amen. We're so honored that you are here. Hallelujah. And uh, we welcome you in the name of the Lord, and we trust that the Spirit of the Lord is going to minister to you today. I want to say how happy I am that Sister Baldwin, Sister Alberta Baldwin is here today. Sister Baldwin, could you just kind of wave your hand to us? Amen. There she is. God bless her. We love Sister Baldwin and Brother Don and Sister Carol. God bless them. And she is just one of the sweetest people that has ever walked the earth and, uh, and means so very much to this congregation uh, for many, many years. And we love her and so glad she is here today. Amen. And as has already been mentioned, we won't be having our service tonight for uh, the purposes of the, of the Labor Day uh, holiday. I, uh, I do want to say that a week from today, we're going to be having a special, it's, it is the second Sunday of the month, so we will be having our Ready Now service. And uh, I am excited about what God has already begun to do in the Ready Now Capital campaign. And I want you to know greater things are yet to come. Hallelujah. There is a miracle. There is a miracle atmosphere all around us. God has seen your sacrifice and God has seen your faithfulness. And he will not withhold any good thing from you. Hallelujah. Because you are putting his kingdom first. Oh, hallelujah. I feel the Holy Ghost in what I'm saying right now. You're putting his kingdom first, and all these things shall be added unto you. Hallelujah. I, I want to turn your attention this morning to the book of Zechariah and the 10th chapter. Zechariah chapter 10. Thank you so much to our worship team. God bless them. Let's give them a great big hand. God bless them in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, you know I love our worship team. And, and one of the great things about the worship team at Tree of Life Church, this is a praying worship team. I mean, they don't just show up and sing, but they put a lot of time and energy into practice, both in music and in singing. And, and then they pray over everything they practiced about. And that's why there's an anointing of the Lord in the worship atmosphere at Tree of Life Church. And I thank God for, for them. I would like to read from Zechariah chapter 10. And we're going to read just, just one verse of scripture from this, this prophet of the Old Testament. Zechariah 10 verse 1. Ask ye of the Lord rain in the time of the latter rain. So the Lord shall make bright clouds and give them showers of rain to every one grass in the field. Normally I'll read several scriptures, so since I've only got one, I'm going to read it one more time. Ask ye of the Lord rain in the time of the latter rain. So the Lord shall make bright clouds and give them showers of rain to every one grass in the field. And by the help of the Lord this morning, I want to preach to you on this subject, bright clouds and showers of rain. Bright clouds and showers of rain. Could we go to the Lord together in prayer? 
today in the name of Jesus Lord we thank you for your blessing upon this service and upon each and every individual that is here today I ask in Jesus name that as the Word of God goes forth that you will cause it to find good ground in us Lord I pray that you will allow your word to have free course and to accomplish every place to which it is sent we love you and we praise your name for you are great and greatly to be praised in the precious name of Jesus we pray and everybody said in Jesus name everybody said amen amen God bless you you may be seated in the name of the Lord it never ceases to amaze me how that one can put a a seed into the ground and and then a little rain and a little sunshine comes its way and I'll call it a miracle begins to happen under the surface of the ground and that seed begins to break open break up and 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 we find that inside that seed is is locked within it a universe a a world of activity that's going on and and all of that activity is is caught within the shell of that seed until until they like to call it the forces of nature or they've got scientific explanations but nobody can explain how the soil knows what to do with the seed nobody can explain how the seed knows how to react to the rain nobody can explain how that the sunlight knows its purpose and the seed knows the purpose of the sun no nobody really knows those questions those answers to those questions because those are things that belong to the creator who created the earth whereupon we stand and we praise him and we worship him the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and all they uh, that dwell therein so it just never ceases to amaze me how that how that works that seed goes into the ground and it's it's just a seed but but then it starts to it starts to move and and develop purpose and and then eventually it it shoots forth from the ground as a tender plant that grows into a mighty plant or tree and and that's the natural the Bible the Bible says that God actually created the natural things so that we could understand spiritual things he said that God God created the things that are seen so we could understand the things that are not seen even his eternal power, even his eternal power and Godhead is made plain by, by looking out and seeing the things which God created. And so for the, for the natural course of things, there is a spiritual parallel. There, there is a spiritual truth. And so when I talk about putting seed into the ground and then that seed coming forth as a plant or a tree, that's the natural in the spiritual what I'm getting ready to do is putting seed into the ground see you are made from the dust of the ground 
The Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul. And so, so this Bible that I'm preaching from is the word of Almighty God. And Jesus told a parable of a sower who went forth to sow and, and, and he sowed seed and the seed was scattered upon various types of, of ground. The disciples later asked him, could you break that down for us? Because it sounds like you just gave an agricultural lesson. And we just think we know there's a spiritual truth. Could you tell us the spiritual truth? And Jesus said, the sower went forth to sow seed. He said, that seed is the word of God. And so when the word of God goes forth, it goes into you and I the same way that seed goes into the ground. And it's, it's carefully wrapped up. It's, it's, got, it, it's, it's within a shell that, that is placed, deposited safely into your soul. And, 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 and as it is, it begins to, to receive the pressure from, from the life experiences that you have. And if you will expose the word to the rainfall and to the sunshine that's the natural but the spiritual is if you expose the word to prayer and to the presence of God the spirit of God then that word will begin to come forth in your life and so so the word comes to you like this the name of the Lord is a strong tower well that's inside of you but if you'll expose that to the presence and the spirit of God then the name of the Lord is a strong tower begins to grow up and out of your life you hear the word he will never leave you nor forsake you that's a seed inside of you but when you mix that word with faith and expose it to the elements of prayer and praise then all of a sudden it begins to grow up and out your life becomes an example of he will not leave you nor forsake you hallelujah so there is a natural and it is, there is a spiritual. And, and so the seed going into the ground is the natural and the word going into our heart is, is the spiritual. And, and it's an amazing, it's an amazing uh, thing. It's an amazing concept. And this, this is the way that it works. And, 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 and as I preach and as we preach in this, in this uh, pulpit throughout the year, we preach the word of God. And, and I, I want you to know we're very deliberate, very intentional about that. I, I mean, I love, a good, I love a good story here and there, but, but, but there's no story you can Google that can compare to this Word of God. There's nothing in guidepost or Reader's Digest. I mean, all of that is good. In fact, some of that you can fit into a sermon to, to help people understand what you're saying. But, but that's not the basis of what you're preaching. The basis of what you're preaching is the eternal word from heaven that saves the soul of mankind. What, we're, what we deliver as the seed. Oh, hallelujah. And I want to tell you something. We're not going to deliver as the seed opinions on the most current of topics and the most current of popular cultural views. No, sir. No, man. That doesn't save anybody. What saves people is the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is the power of God unto salvation. Oh, bless his name. 
And so the seed is sent forth, and, and we've got to, we have to get a hold of the seed. And I just want to tell Tree of Life Church that there has been the seed of the Word of God cast out upon this congregation in 2018 particularly. There have been so many prophetic words that have been spoken. There have been so many words from God that has been spoken. God has said time and again that He will open the windows of heaven and pour out blessings that we cannot contain he has spoken to us time and again of his delivering power of his mighty power of his righteousness and his healing hallelujah and his sanctifying presence and I I, I'm gonna go ahead and speak for all of us we're gonna grab a hold of that word lay claim to those promises and say Lord I believe Oh, hallelujah. And you better get ready because the seed that has gone forth is about to become a plant. The seed that has gone forth is about to become a tree of life. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, bless his name. And so we, we lay claim to it. I, I, we grab a hold of it. Hallelujah. And, and so it's important that we, that we grab a hold of it and that we now say, okay, Lord, send the rain. That's what the prophet Zechariah told us. He said, ask ye of the Lord for rain. Call on his mighty power and say, Lord, send the rain. I've got a word in my spirit that my God is an everlasting God. I've got a word in my spirit that my God is a present help in the time of trouble. My, my word, the word that I have in my spirit is that he will never leave me nor forsake me. The word that I have in my spirit, hallelujah, is that he is here to heal and to save and to deliver. Lord, send the rain because I need the rain to come down on top of this seed that I have in my soul come on somebody if God has given your family a word you need to say okay Lord thank you for the word now send the rain if God has spoken a word into your spirit ask ye of the Lord for rain in the time of the latter rain he said don't be bashful don't, don't be bashful and, and don't, 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 be, don't be complacent and, and don't be timid and passive, but ask him for the rain. I need the rain to fall in my family. I need the rain to fall on my ministry. I need the rain to fall on my mind, on my spirit, upon this congregation. Lord, whoo, send the rain. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. Hallelujah. And, and the prophet Zechariah said, Specifically, he said, in the time of the latter rain, ask the Lord for the rain. He said, you need to say, Lord, I know what time it is. How many know what time it is? It's the time of the latter rain. And in the time of the latter rain, ask ye the Lord for the rain. Hallelujah. Now, you got to understand that, that he was referring to the natural. But to everything natural... That God created there is a spiritual truth. So the natural is something called the former and the latter rain. Or the early and the latter rain. See, the, the, the early rains take place in the fall of the year. This is the way that they come. When seed is planted, there is an early rain that comes. 
And then there is a time of winter and a, and a break from the rain. And, and, and then the, the spring rains come right before the food is harvested from the earth. And this is called the latter rain. There's an early rain and there's a latter rain. There's an early rain that begins to water the seed that was planted. But then, and then there's a period of time where there is no rain. And then there's a latter rain that comes onto the scene. And the latter rain is to prepare the fruit just before it is harvested. Oh, hallelujah. That's how this works. Now, that's the natural. But in the spiritual, there was an early rain. Don't make me preach to you about the early rain. Because when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house. Where I still get excited preaching it. After all these years, it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire. It sat upon each of them and they were all filled. I said they were all filled. They were all filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Somebody said, what is this? What does this mean? And Peter stood up and said, this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. Hallelujah. It shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Pour out because it was rain. It was the rain of the Holy Ghost. And it was falling in the upper room. And they spoke with other tongues as a spirit gave them utterance. Hallelujah. And it was, it was the Holy Ghost filling them up to overflowing. It was the spirit of the living God falling fresh on them. Hallelujah. It filled them up to overflowing. It was the former rain. But, but we're not just talking about the former rain. Zechariah said there is a time of the latter rain there's a day when when what happened in the beginning of the early church is going to happen again just before the fruit is harvested and I want you to know ladies and gentlemen that the husbandman waiteth patiently for the precious fruit James said hallelujah and waiting for the former and the latter rain we're in the time of the latter rain oh I know oh I know we get used to it we get accustomed to it we walk in here and somebody just mentions the name Jesus and we feel a little chill bump up and down our spine and somebody just begins to sing about when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me my soul cries out hallelujah thank God for saving me and we we get excited and we worship and we shout and we speak in tongues and we dance and we think it's normal I'm gonna tell you it hadn't been here it hasn't been here like this for for as long as you may think it has but it wasn't but a hundred years ago that people started receiving the Holy Ghost again in massive numbers. God poured out His Spirit in the nation of Wales and God poured out His Spirit upon a little place in Los Angeles called Azusa Street. God began to pour out the Holy Ghost upon people who said, Lord, send the rain. Lord, send 
send the rain. Lord, I see in your word that before you return to the earth, you're going to pour out the Holy Ghost like it's never been poured out before. And I've come to tell somebody that this is the time of the latter rain. You ought to just stop resisting God because he wants to pour out blessings on you. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to his name. It wouldn't surprise me to see people get the Holy Ghost in a parking lot. Hallelujah, Brother Jiv. Super Munyum received the Holy Ghost in the backyard mowing his lawn. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you something, folks. You ought to just get this is the time of the latter rain. It's, it's, listen, it's not time to quit. It's not time to get carnal. It's not time to backslide. It's not time to get bitter at your brother or your sister. It's not time to start lobbing grenades at somebody you don't agree with. It's the time of the latter rain. Lord, send the rain. Lord, I've got a word, hallelujah, that says no weapon formed against me can prosper. Rain on that word. Lord, I've got a word, hallelujah, that I will trample the lion and the adder. Rain on that word. I've got word that's in seed form, but rain on it, Lord. Send the rain. Rain on me. Oh, hallelujah. Lord, let it rain on me. Zechariah said, come on, we've got to start asking God to do what we know God can do, what God will do, what God desires to do. He said, you ask not because, you have not because you ask not. He said, ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door, it shall be opened unto you. Hallelujah. Ask ye of the Lord for rain in the time of the latter rain. And then, of course, that's the, that's the, the natural is the harvest. Natural harvest, but the spiritual is the spiritual harvest. And this, and, and, and the, Prophet Zechariah, he didn't, he didn't just say, okay, and then God's going to cause it to rain on you. He said, no. He said, the Lord shall send bright clouds and showers of rain. He's going to fill the bright clouds with showers of rain. Now, that's an interesting, it's an interesting thing because bright clouds, I thought, I thought those big, you know, those big cotton ball looking clouds. Cumulus clouds. And I thought, but cumulus clouds don't really have rain in them. So what is he talking about bright clouds? And you just, you know, you just got to start digging down into the word to figure out what, what the, see, 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 if you're going to just scratch the surface, then that's all you'll have is surface. But when you dig down into the word of God, you, you begin to unearth the truths, hallelujah, that will set you free. He said, I'm going to give bright clouds and I'm going to fill the bright clouds with water and, and you're going to receive showers of rain from the bright clouds. The bright clouds are clouds that are filled with lightning. 
it's referring to clouds that produce lightning. And, and they're not those big, friendly, fluffy cotton ball clouds. They're bright because the lightning is lightening them up. And he said, now you've asked for rain. And, 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 and you want the harvest. And you want, you want the growth, and you want, the, you want this to happen, and I'm going to give it to you. But, I, I, but I've got to tell you, the way it has to come is through the bright clouds. And I will fill the bright clouds with showers of rain. Now I'm going to tell you, now lightning strikes, lightning, lightning is beautiful. It, it, really, it really is amazing to watch, but you watch it from a distance, and you watch it from a safe place. And by safe place, I mean on your phone. They got all kinds of video of lightning now. You just look for it on your phone. It's not, it's not something to play around with. It, it, actually, it, actually has the ability to, it actually has the ability to kill somebody. It can be so ferocious. And, 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 and it actually heats up to five times hotter than the sun. It is an amazing force. The, the lightning bolt is something that man, scientists still don't understand everything there is to understand about the lightning bolt. And so, you know, it's one of those things that you got to be careful with. We were, a couple summers ago, we had flown home from Washington, D.C. We had been ministering there. And, and we, had been, we had to get up early, early, early in the morning. And I think I got maybe an hour or two of sleep. We got to the airport, flew home to Cincinnati, got, got home, and, and I was exhausted, tired. And I said, you know what? I'm going to lay down for a few minutes and get some sleep. While I was sleeping, the world's worst thunderstorm rose up. Worse than the one Jonah was in when he got thrown overboard. Worse than the one the disciples thought was going to capsize the boat. I don't have that documented. I'm just, I'm just surmising. It sounded like the house was going to come off of its foundation. It sounded like the roof was going to come off the house. But I was tired, and I was kind of enjoying this few minutes of sleep. And I knew it wasn't a tornado because the, the weather wasn't right for a tornado. It wasn't, it wasn't shifting in temperature and all that. So I knew it wasn't a tornado. It's just a thunderstorm. It's fine. Well, Sophia doesn't like lightning. She doesn't like thunderstorm. And she came to me and said, Dad, quick, we got to get to the basement. I said, no, no, it's, it's just a thunderstorm. We don't need to go to the basement. Yeah, we need to go to the basement. Come on, Dad, let's go to the basement. I said, Fia, I'm not going to the basement. I said, this is a thunderstorm. Listen, I grew up in Indiana. I'm a Hoosier. I know thunderstorms. I know tornadoes. And this is no tornado. This is just a, a thunderstorm. And we're in the safest place you can be in a house. So leave me alone. I'm going to take a nap. Lightning is just flashing and thunder's rolling and wind is howling. And she comes back in. Dad, I, please, let's go to the basement. I said, honey, go to the basement. Go on to the basement. I, that's perfectly fine. I'm going to stay right here. She said, but I can tell this storm is, this is a bad one. I said, this isn't so bad that I'm going to leave this little nap I'm getting and go down to 
the basement. And all of a sudden, there, you know, you know, when lightning strikes, it takes, it, 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 it strikes at the speed of light. So, so then when, when sound, it takes sound longer to travel. So, so you can tell how far you are from the storm by how much distance there is between the thunder and the lightning. And so you can see lightning, and then if you hear thunder a little bit thereafter, that shows you about the space of distance there is between you and the thunderstorm. When the lightning strikes and the thunder sounds at the same time, you're in a thunderstorm. And it's on top of you. And all of a sudden, while I'm explaining to her why this is, she's overreacting, and she can go onto the basement and tell me how it is, and, 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 and I'll let her know what goes on up here. And, and all of a sudden, there was a lightning bolt and a thunder crash that happened simultaneously and sounded like it happened underneath my feet. And, and, and a flash of blue went all through our house and looked like somebody took a giant picture and snapped a big flash camera in the room. And I looked at Sophia and I said, let's go to the basement. Yes. Just want to check it out. I'm not scared, but you want to go and I don't want you to worry anymore. So let's go on to the basement. Because I'm going to tell you something, folks. This, this, this is nothing to play around with. You don't, want to, you don't want to get caught. You don't want to be walking around in a thunderstorm. And you don't want to be sitting up under a tree reading a book while there's lightning flashing all around you. And you don't want to be playing golf <laughs> while you're out in the middle of a lightning storm. Because lightning is nothing to play around with. But lightning does have an important role. In the balancing of the earth. You know your body desperately needs nitrogen. But it can't absorb nitrogen merely through the air. That's where nitrogen is. It's in the air. But, but, but nitrogen is composed of two atoms that are tightly bound together. And, and because they're so tightly bound together, you and I cannot receive the nitrogen we need from the air. So, so lightning actually enters the atmosphere to break up the atmosphere, to disturb that, that, those two atoms that have, have merged as a nitrogen molecule. And when they do, it disrupts that, that nitrogen molecule and sends those atoms in disarray. And, and, and when, when the atoms are in disarray, the rain falls, grabs the atoms, and forces them to the ground where they actually will form with other nutrients to fertilize the soil, cause the seed to grow, and give you plants to eat. Look at God. Ah, my God have mercy. Because you see, you thought, you thought the lightning entered your life to destroy you. You thought that the lightning, the devil's telling you you're going to die. The devil's telling you this is it. The devil's telling you that you've never seen anything this bad. The devil's telling you that God has forgotten you. The devil's telling you that the lightning is too bad. The thunderstorm's too bad. But God has a purpose for the lightning he's allowing in your life. There are certain things that are bound together too tightly. You can't get everything you need is in the air. Everything you need is in the atmosphere. 
atmosphere, but something's got to break it up to put it into the ground to fertilize the word that's in your soul and give you the nitrogen you need through food. Yes, I'm going to give you rain, but you may not be singing in it. That's the kind of rain we want. We want our little yellow jackets and yellow hats, and we want to go singing in the rain. We want to go swing around lampposts and walk on park benches. And, and if you got lightning rolling around, you don't need to be on no lamppost. It's not here to destroy you, but you had better get to the basement. You had better find shelter. Do you know of a good storm shelter? Why, yes, I do. Hear my cry, O oh God. Attend unto my prayer. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. And when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For thou hast been a shelter for me and a strong tower from the enemy. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge. I will say of the Lord, He is my fortress. I will say of the Lord, He is my strong tower. Uh, oh, hallelujah. Glory. You, you need to listen. I, I know, I know, I know that the thunder it sounds vicious. And I know that the lightning bolts are striking. I, I, was, I was driving through Knoxville, Tennessee not long ago, and I looked ahead of me, and I saw on the clearest day lightning bolts striking the earth. I was trying to see what cloud they were coming from. Sometimes stuff will just show up out of nowhere. You can't even see the cloud from which they originated. And you're wondering, how did this happen? Where did this come from? God, I don't understand the lightning bolt. I don't get why the clouds are bright with terrifying lightning. Trust him. Trust him. Those lightning bolts are flashing through the atmosphere of your life. He's breaking stuff up that has been so tightly bound together. And inside of it, hallelujah, are nutrients you need. Hallelujah. you suffocating and don't know it. You're drowning and don't know it. God is entering your life with a lightning bolt to disrupt the atoms. And then he'll send the rain. And the rain is going to jump on those atoms and bring those atoms down to the ground. Force them into the soil where seed is waiting to break open. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Oh, bless his name. Oh, bless his name. I, I was recently flying to Fredericton, New Brunswick, Canada. And we, we, I, was, I was running 
well, the, the plane was delayed, and, and they were taking us into New Brunswick, Canada, and I had service. I was actually landing to go preach. And uh, I was flying from Toronto, and as we're flying in, it was a beautiful flight. Everything was going great, and all of a sudden, the pilot gets on the loudspeaker and says, Ladies and gentlemen, there is a lightning storm around the airport. And it, it, first of all, he said, We're going to be a few minutes delayed. And I said, Oh, no, i got to be I got to be in the pulpit. I thought, we got to get there. And then he said, there's a lightning storm around the airport. And I said, oh, okay, well, we can wait. We can just kind of, <laughs> you know, circle around a little bit and whatever we need to do. And he said, so we, we, can't, we can't land this plane. So we, we, and I'm thinking, he said, we might have to divert to another city. And so we're flying, we're above, and I'm sort of looking out at the clouds and, uh, and, I, and, I, and we had a little propeller jet that we were on, and I looked out at those propellers, and I didn't think they were moving fast enough. <laughs> and I couldn't even see anything beyond them. We were in the thick clouds, and, and we were heading into the thunderstorm, and he was telling us we're going to have to go a different direction. And, and that, was, that was then. And then like two minutes later, he said, flight attendants, prepare cabin for arrival. I thought, what arrival? We got... We got We've got a thunder, we've got a lightning storm all around the airport. We don't need to be, there doesn't need to be any arrival. We've got to have a revival right here in this seat. <laughs> Praying and pleading the blood and we don't need to have an arrival. Let's go to Halifax or Montreal. Let's go somewhere. He said, no, no, flight attendants, prepare cabin for arrival. And he, everybody have your seats in upright lock position. Put your tray tables up. And I'm looking outside, and I'm thinking, I don't, see, if I'm the pilot, I'm not landing this plane here, not here. I, I'm, I'm going somewhere where the sun is shining. I'm going somewhere where the, a little balmy breeze is blowing. I'm not landing it here in, in the middle of a lightning storm. And, and he's taking this plane down, and it dawned on me, I am not in control of this aircraft. Nobody's going to listen to me. Hey! You're not doing it the right way. I know you've been to all kinds of school and you've got all kinds of licenses, but I'm looking out this window. We don't need to land this plane in the middle of this lightning storm. And, 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 and the pilot, the captain of the vessel, knows things I don't know, sees things I don't see, understand things I don't understand. Hallelujah. And he saw, he saw a little break in the weather and said, I'm taking it because these people have a final destination and I'm taking them to the final destination. Hallelujah. I want to preach to somebody who's sitting in your seat with your seatbelt fastened and you're looking out the window and you're wondering if God knows what he's doing. I've got news for you. He's got a final destination and he's going to take you there. He's going to take you there. Trust him. Lean on him. Ask ye of the Lord for rain in the time of the latter rain, and he'll give you bright clouds filled with rain. Hallelujah. Ha. Glory to the name of the Lord. One of, my, one of my most vivid childhood memories involves a, a lightning thunderstorm. 
I lay awake at night, probably nine years old, and, and the, the, the storm was so bad. It was the second worst storm in the history of the world, next to the one Sophia and I experienced. I mean, the, the whole house was just coming off, coming apart at the seams. Windows were rattling and lightning was flashing. And the room was lit up with blue most of the time. And I'm sitting there in bed like I'm on a roller coaster. I got up, went down to parents' room, go back to bed. Let's go to the basement. No, go back to bed. scared. I, folks, it was traumatizing. I, I prayed. I spoke in tongues. I think that's the night God called me to preach probably. <laughs> I didn't know if I was going to make it out of that thing alive. And then somehow, some way, I, 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 I grew familiar with the cadence of the thunder and, and my body drifted off to sleep. And when I woke up, Everything was wet outside, but there was this calm. I remember that morning, my parents and I went to Shoney's. Anybody remember Shoney's? Amen. Amen. Time for a Shoney's revival. We go to Shoney's, and I walk into Shoney's, and... And when I saw people, I didn't even know them, but they're sitting at tables and, and forks are clinking against plates and chit-chatter and it's going on around the restaurant. And, and, and there's calm outside. And I realized we made it through the storm. I mean, that may seem simple to you, but I sat at Shoney's table over a plate of waffles covered in syrup saying, thank you, Jesus. We made it through the storm. Hallelujah. I want somebody to know you're going to make it through the storm. Oh, hallelujah. There will be peace again. There will be peace again. There will be joy again. There will be sweet fellowship again. I know the clouds are bright right now and the lightning is flashing and the thunder is rolling and the wind is howling but, but you will have peace again Lord send the rain send the rain send the rain hallelujah somebody lift up your hands unto the Lord right now and magnify his name oh hallelujah hallelujah Hallelujah. Glory to his holy name. Glory to his holy name. Glory to his holy name. Hallelujah. Could you stand with me right now? Jesus is in this place. Jesus is in this place. Hallelujah. Let the lightning flash. It's doing something nothing else can do. Nothing else can break up those atoms that need to be broken up. Nothing else, nothing else can disturb that nitrogen molecule that is so tightly bound up. Nothing else can do it. So God sends the bright clouds. 
And then God sends the rain. I wonder if you could just stand under the glory cloud right now. Come on, lift up your hands like a lightning rod and just say, God, I want you to do whatever you need to do in my spirit right now. I take my refuge in you. I take my shelter in you. I am safe in you. I will hide myself in the cross of Jesus Christ. Come on, that's it. Let the, let, 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 let the wisdom of God cover you and your family right now. Hallelujah. I'm telling you what's about to happen. There's a revival of wisdom coming to your house. The wisdom of God has got you by the hand and he's leading you down a path in the name of Jesus. I need somebody who needs the presence and the peace of God. I need you to come forward right now and say, Lord, I need you. I want you to come hide yourself in Jesus right now. Come on, come hide yourself in Jesus right now. These altars are open. I want you to come hide yourself in Jesus right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, if you've got some lightning flashing in your world, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. That's it, that's it. I need you, Jesus. I need you, Jesus. I need you, Jesus. Come on, there's somebody else. That's it, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. Hallelujah, hallelujah. That's it, that's it. We're going to sing. We're going to sing and praise the Lord. I want you to come right now. There's victory in this house for you. There's victory in this house for you. I want somebody that's on a ride. You don't know what's going to happen. But when this is said and done, you're going to trust God like you've never trusted Him before. When this is said and done, you're going to trust God like you've never trusted Him before. Come on, that's it, that's it, that's it. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Spirit of the living God, Spirit of the living God, fall fresh. Fall fresh. He called Ramo Shandahai. I want you to hear me. I want you to hear me right now. I want you to hear me. Years ago, I was in Pensacola, Florida, Sister Heidi and I, and we were. We, we had never been through a hurricane. Hurricane George was slamming the Gulf Coast. It came right at Pensacola, Florida. We were preaching a revival for, at that time, by the Paul Welch. Their church was a big church, and it was a certified hurricane shelter. And Brother Welch said, now, listen, when this hurricane hits, you all need to come to the church. I said, well, Brother Welch, the hotel we're in is a really nice hotel as far as size and whatnot, so we'll be fine. But thank you. He said, I, are you sure? He said, this is, a, this is a bad storm. I said, I've been through storms before. I'm, I'm a Hoosier. I'm, I'm from Indiana. He said, all right. You just know we're here if you need us. We stayed in that hotel room, and all of a sudden, water started pouring into that hotel room and flooding the hotel. And, and all of a sudden, the power went out. And we realized we weren't safe where we were. We needed to be at the church. <laughs> and we ran the church was across the street from the hotel and we ran across that parking lot that water was up to our up to our mid calf and we're sloshing through water look like drowned rats knocking on the door of the church and brother welch opened the door and said we were expecting you come on in 
And I'm going to tell you, you might think that you're safe right where you are. You might think that you're safe. I'll just deal with it. I'll just cope with it. I'll get through it. No, you need the house of God. You need the word of God. You need the church. You need the church. You need the church. I want somebody right now to run to this altar and say, God, I need you. I need you. This is a big storm. This is a big storm. I I need you to be my shelter. I need you to be my refuge. I need you to be my fortress. (laughs) Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. 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 Yes,